0: What's up everyone? I'm Amanda. And I'm Zach. And we're the A to Z Exchange.
1: That's right. So it's just gonna be us this week. Was
0: that supposed to do the tagline? Do the
1: tagline. Everybody uh, wants to hear it.
0: Let me pull it up. That's what I forgot to do.
1: The internet isn't Anyways,
0: working. we're having some internet issues. So yeah.
1: <laughs> but basically we're collaborative, creative,
0: collaborative, conversational, conversational. accumulative,
1: <laughs> All Podcast. of the, all of
0: the things. Yeah, we
1: also discuss crackers and carjacks. Carjacks. Many, Who's getting carjacked? Any anything that starts with a C. I'm just rambling off uh, right oh, now. Okay. Um, caffeine. Caffeine. Calisthenics. <laughs> I think that's No, that's a C. Uh,
0: that a K. I don't know.
1: I don't Anyways, know. so this week this week's going to be basically a catch up episode, right? Kind of. Yes because we've had three guests in a row now so far, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to have another one soon, and then we're going to have... We've booked out another, I think, four in advance.
0: Oh, okay, awesome.
1: As of right now. So, we, we, uh, so we we're we. So going to
0: have a very busy next four weeks,
1: guys. Yeah, we don't get to do these things just us <laughs> anymore, it seems, which is fantastic. It's actually better to have um, someone I guess. on set. Yeah.
0: Someone on set. Mm-hmm.
1: Obviously, there's a lot of things we got to change and update about the show, so we want to hear that feedback if... Anybody watching has it.
0: If you have any questions or comments for us, tweet them to us, at the A to Z Exchange. Or you can send us a DM on Instagram, also at the A to Z Exchange. Boom. Um, We don't really check Facebook much. We do, but not as often as Instagram and Twitter, so tweet us.
1: But we do do get the notifications. Yeah. So we we can if that's your only outlet. Um, So what are we going to talk about this week, Amanda? What are you thinking?
0: Um, Well, I guess we can do my movie minute real quick.
1: <laughs> All right, movie movie night with
0: Amanda. Go. Um, so this week I went to see um, Sorry to Bother You, uh, which is a new feature by Boots R- Boots Riley, which is his first feature according to IMDb. Um, it was pretty. It was pretty good. I liked it. It definitely dealt with some societal issues um, in a very, in my opinion, like odd but creatively cool way. So. I liked it. Go check it out. If it's playing at a theater near you, I don't know. But
1: Yeah, is it limited or a, is it wide?
0: I'm not sure what the release status is, but it's definitely an independent feature, so it's going to be at your art house, theater, wherever. So
1: It's <laughs> your local art. <laughs> All right, cool. So I guess that was the movie minute with Amanda for mm-hmm. episode seven. Cool. Yeah. Well, what else are we going to talk I mean, about today? I can talk
0: about the show that I've been binging,
1: but <laughs> oh, that you've been binging. Are you done with the binge or? No, is I'm not continual... done with the binge.
0: I'm still binging, but I just recently started binging Jane the Virgin, so it's it's good. I like it. I like the way it's written out, and it's definitely like a a girl show. I feel like, <laughs> mm. um, but it deals with some interesting issues, and I I just really like the way that it's written and the way they use their environment, so. Well,
1: that's good. I haven't seen it. I did watch Annihilation last night, finally. I know it's, it, it only came out in February, but I got the opportunity to watch it, and that was a fantastic film. In the same vein that I think that maybe Arrival was a good film, mm-hmm. There's, I, I would say there's a lot of similarities in the way they handle the tone and the style yeah. within that, that theme work, especially the narrative framework. It, it, it reminded me of a lot of Arrival, but honestly, the ending of that movie terrified me. I was, I was really scared for about four hours this morning. And it's not a, <laughs> and it's not a scary movie. It's not a horror oh, movie.
0: The girl that's in Sorry to Bother You is also in that movie. Tessa Thompson.
1: Which one was Tessa Thompson?
0: Uh, she's also in the show on Netflix, Easy. Also, I think she's in an episode of Black Mirror in the new season.
1: Okay, she's kind of like a younger girl.
0: Yeah, she's in the episode of yeah. Black Mirror, the dating one.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She did pretty good in this. Um, most
0: Oh, so is Jane the Virgin. <laughs> Gina.
1: Who did she play? Uh
0: no, not Anya.
1: Oh, yeah, she was an interesting character, I would say. All the characters were... She's
0: really good in Jane the Virgin. I really like that show.
1: She did good in Annihilation, I guess, but I don't know. This the secondary characters in this film really didn't feel important. To me like they just didn't focus on him. it wasn't a character movie the characters i think were definitely uh not as important as the overall theme and intent of the film mm-hmm. which uh, as some people i'm sure hate i really i'm okay with it if there's a, a bigger message at stake which there was and it's a, it's a scary one so i would recommend it it's
0: is it scary like in horrifying scary or like uh societal scary like uh <laughs>
1: I would say it's scary and like a midlife crisis kind of scary. Okay, it's just dreadful. It made me think about some things that I wasn't honestly prepared to think about. It's like
0: gonna put you in a mood where you're like yeah. questioning
1: would, your yeah. being. <laughs> yeah, and it, and it won't. So it's philosophy. Yeah. So it's gonna
0: relate into our next well, episode.
1: <laughs> uh, sure. It's it was great. I, w- I was the it was weird for the first thirty to forty minutes. Like I wasn't totally okay with the editing, but once I got lulled into the slower. I don't know, sort of, like, consistent pace of it. Almost like a meditation. Mm-hmm. Once I got lulled into that pace, like, I really got engrossed in it. And then it, it ended, and I was sitting there with chills on my arms, just blown away by what I just saw, especially the final third act. And I don't yeah. want to ruin anything. I don't want to use buzzwords to discuss any of it, um, because it, it really was a surprising roller coaster throughout the whole film. And, like, mm-hmm. I, I just... I want people to experience that for themselves. It was well, fan- it was fantastic.
0: According to IMDb, he's also Annihilation's also his only his second feature. Of yes, it. Ex so,
1: Machina was his first, but he did write a bunch of stuff. He <laughs> wrote Twenty Eight Days Later and he wrote Twenty Eight uh, Weeks Later, I believe.
0: Never Let Me Go, To, which is a great movie. Talk about a movie that will freak you out. Did he write know. that one? Well, I guess it says he did. Wrote it. Oh, okay. You, but have you seen it? No, I'm not. Oh, talk about a movie that will freak you out about. I'll- about purpose. Jesus.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I could I see you doing that. Alex Garland, you were fantastic. The, he wrote The Beach? The, he wrote the book The Beach? He wrote the book?
0: That's what it says, The Beach Novel. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that.
1: I knew he was hooked up with uh, the guy who directed The Beach in 28 Days Later, but I can't think of that man's name. The Beach
0: is also great. Great movie. Leo... I love Leo so.
1: It's definitely Leo's worst movie, though.
0: No, it is not.
1: What is Leo's worst movie?
0: Mm.
1: That was just—I was just trying to trigger you.
0: Oh, I don't know what Leo's worst movie is. I—I probably haven't seen them all, but from the ones that I've seen, I would probably go with Black uh, Blood Diamond, just because I don't feel like he holds his accent the whole time. Oh, didn't uh, he act in like three movies that year? Though I feel like he did. Yeah, yeah. Busy year. I'm pretty sure he was nominated for. An Oscar in two different ones.
1: <laughs> That's how you do it. That's impressive. Um, so. But so that was like no, that was a three. So that wasn't the aviator, aviator.
0: No, I'm pretty sure it was the same year. It was either Catch Me If You Can. Catch No.
1: That was 2002. Gangs in New
0: York or New, Yeah, that was 2003. Departed.
1: Three. That was 2004.
0: That like they all came out around the same time.
1: They all came out probably within eight months of each other. Yeah. Um. Departed was I think Christmas about four actually.
0: But in Blood Diamond, he's supposed to be like South African, and he doesn't really hold the accent very. Yeah, yeah. Well, very well, in my opinion. But yeah, it says he wrote the novel for the
1: beach. Good deal, Alex Garland. He is he's fantastic. Um, I also wanted to talk about briefly, while we're on movies and, and 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 content like that. Have you seen the new Sacha Baron Cohen show on Showtime?
0: No, I'm not really a fan of him. <laughs> Ooh,
1: obviously, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of his comedy. I think it's funny the way he punks people and gets. Uh, They're honest opinions on things and shows uh, just how hateful people can be internally. And uh, I I would like to say this morning, this is Wednesday, July... July 25th, 2018. Wednesday, July 25th, 2018, on Sunday night, the second episode of his new show, Who Is America, aired, and this morning, the congressman that was on that episode resigned. He was a Georgia state representative, and the after what he what said, called? who is America, and after what he did and said, what Sacha Baron Cohen was able to trick him into doing and saying, the entire state legislature and people running for governor in two thousand eighteen, uh, basically asked this man to resign, and all, I don't want to spoil it, spoil it, but he, uh, he, 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 it's a, it's a wild five minute.
0: Well, maybe he can get the president. <laughs>
1: He had Dick Cheney. He got <laughs> Dick Cheney to sign a water bottle. Called it a waterboard. <laughs> yeah, the man who's a big fan of waterboarding. Uh, he had Bernie. He he got Bernie Sanders. He didn't really get Bernie Sanders. It Didn't work. It, but he, you need to watch it because it is it is it is really smart. It's really well done. I, I can't wait to see the rest of the season. I'm so glad that he's back, and he's using his comedy again in a bigger sense. With, with more purpose behind it you know unlike say maybe Bruno which was hilarious uh, there was wasn't it always a purpose sometimes it was just kind of gross out shock humor for the sake of it to, to you know promote a response from someone else but loved it um, maybe I'll check it out you should it's <laughs> it's
0: I'm just not really a huge fan of him so well
1: this will make you a fan <laughs> this was what I wanted him to do and I'm I'm in love with it yeah um, Anyways, what well, else has been going on? speaking of,
0: um on? again, with movies we can talk about, you have something that's probably going to be coming out soon, right?
1: Yeah, I have a sh- Are you talking about the short film? Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on a short film. Uh, it's called Talking Myself to Sheep. Uh, and it's a take on insomnia in a weird kind of way. It's the idea of, like, you know, uh, insomnia sucks, and we've all had it at some point or another, and, and you know... We all try to place blame as to why we have insomnia of course and like i know sometimes it's just my fault that i have insomnia it's my own brain that won't stop or maybe i said something in that day that i regret and that's keeping me up but ultimately insomnia from sometimes seems like it's my own fault and it was a way of taking that idea and put it into this short uh script and i don't think anyone will get that message from it because they'll, they'll get lost in the absurdity of all of it, but it's definitely, that's that's the
0: yeah, it's pretty, uh,
1: precipice of it.
0: The dialogue's kind of interesting, I think, with, <laughs> with all your little sheep.
1: <laughs> the dialogue's a little inappropriate, for sure. Um, I've cut some of the inappropriate dialogue out, actually. Oh, C- okay. Cut out some of the inflammatory language.
0: Did you wind up doing all the voices?
1: I've done most of the voices, yes. I'm working on it, because some of the accents uh, mm-hmm. I'm not good enough at, so it needs to work on, but I have animated some of the sheep. There's talking sheep. Did you
0: throw in the southern one? Actually, yeah. <laughs> With your your laugh and your buckets.
1: <laughs> I didn't do any, I didn't do anything about buckets or laughs, but I definitely had <laughs> a, a southern draw to sheep, and uh, oh, it's a fun one. The character kind of opens up to him a bit, you know. That's actually this is actually my real accent, by the way. I don't know if it sounds real, but this is how I really talk when.
0: I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure mine just comes out anyway. It's yeah. just whatever.
1: <laughs> when I'm at home talking to myself, I talk like this. <laughs> <laughs> anyways um, yeah that's that's probably three weeks away two weeks away okay, before I'll, cool. I'll drop it. I do want to make a poster actually and kind of, oh yeah or like a, an image mm-hmm. and, and and drop that out so anyways I, interesting I do want to talk about uh, we taught a class last week Do you remember that when yeah. we taught that class what did you, what were you thinking about Mont- that?
0: Haven was it Mont Haven Arts and Cultural Center in Houstonville mm-hmm. go check that place out. It's a little art gallery space. It's kind of small, but it's a really beautiful area, and the ladies that run it are really nice, so.
1: (laughs) Go check it out. Whether you like it or not, it has nice ladies. Yeah. Uh,
0: Um, They're putting in, when I went there the other day, they're putting in a new exhibit, so. About, oh, okay. um, uh, it's going to be like a mix between photography and art um, I don't remember the artists' names but it's on their website I'm sure so
1: yeah some of the stuff they had set up when we were there mm-hmm. was really cool I didn't know it was an actual uh, museum
0: like yeah that, it's or, like an art yeah. gallery yeah
1: it was cool I just thought it was an old home that they had renovated yeah. from mm-hmm. the 19th century I guess maybe, I think so yeah or early early 20th century
0: 19th century I think
1: maybe I don't know I don't remember um, it was cool but what did, <laughs> what did we do there We, like, taught a bunch of classes, Yeah, so
0: we taught a little filmmaking class to a bunch of 14-year-olds, which was, (laughs) (laughs) uh, it was interesting. I had a good time doing it, I think. Um, Zach helped me out a lot um, with editing and stuff.
1: Uh, I thought it was fun. I loved it. Um, We had a class of five five, five students, and they paid.
0: mm -hmm, We had four guys and a girl.
1: Yeah. And uh, they were all interested with the exception of, of the girls. She was more interested in mm, photography. photography. so we definitely spent some uh, time with her like focusing on photography yeah. instead of vide- videography. But the uh, yeah, we had a, we had a week with these kids and it was a 20 hour course and then in the 20 hour course, they made a little short film, which is remarkable when I think about it. I didn't think about it beforehand, but they made a short film in twenty hours. Like, yeah, they did. <laughs> concepted it, wrote it, directed it, you know, shot it, edited it, put mm-hmm. it together, and it had some special effects too. Yep. Uh, and I was really they proud of
0: animating. them. Uh, they yeah. were all really knowledgeable too about the like camera and um, editing. They didn't really. They needed some more help with like structure, but with story structure, but yeah. I mean, that comes... I guess mostly people to start with the technical side, I guess. Probably. And Versus it... Yeah. Uh, well, online. Story structure.
1: I thought it was cool. I thought they did really well. I found it interesting that a couple of them were Death Grips fans. Oh. Uh, which was nice. I mean,
0: I thought it was kind of fascinating that the one of them was like real into My Chemical Romance. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're like almost exactly 15 years younger than me and that came out 15 years ago, like when they were born. So... Yeah. It was like... It kind of made me feel old and nostalgic at the same time. I'm just like, damn.
1: Well, it was weird for me. Stuff that, that got
0: me through high school was getting the, same, the kids nowadays through high school. Yeah.
1: And, well, <laughs> some of even the more progressive music that like I listen to that's not for everyone, like Death Grips. Death Grips yeah. isn't for it, it, most people. Like, I wouldn't show, hey Grangie, I wouldn't show my grandma Death Grips. She wouldn't mm-hmm. appreciate it at all. Um, I don't know many people that do. <laughs> But the fact that the, one of the kids was a big Death Grips fan was very interesting to me because you yeah. have to have a very nuanced uh, understanding of a lot of, I would say, a variety of music mediums to actually appreciate Death Grips and what they're trying to do. And the fact that like a kid could do that was really cool. So I had a great time. Yeah, I feel really good about the next. Generation.
0: It's kind of odd to me though talking about like kid people who are fourteen and like kids because they are kids, but then they're I mean they're old enough at that point to know. Like their own taste to like start learning their own taste and everything. So when you're talking about like music, referring to them as kids, it's I don't know. It's a little weird for me to. They were kids. They are kids, but they're also like little adults at are starting to be little adults.
1: They want to be little. Well, adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't remember cool. what
0: it was like when I was 14. So I know.
1: <laughs> I do. It wasn't very long ago. Maybe for you. Well, yeah. It's it's been a while. Seems um, like. Eight years. Shit ton long ago for me. Well,
0: hey. 15 years. Jesus, I'm old, but.
1: <laughs> you can stay young forever. You it did drive me point. crazy
0: that they were. None of these kids. And, like, I've thought about this before, kind of, but that none of them were born during 9 11.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, that did freak me out. I think you mentioned that on, like, the third day of camp. Yeah, and, I just, uh, ooh,
0: It freaked me out. I'm like, oh, God.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's remarkable to think that they didn't. Mm-hmm. Grow up in a world before that. It was. It's such a huge event. We need to do an episode on 9 11.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah. I
1: think um, it'll have I mean, to be like they, a four hour They hour also are episode. never
0: going to grow up without internet.
1: hmm. True. <laughs> um,
0: and I know that a lot of people talk about that being a big issue with kids nowadays not growing up without the internet, like being on their phones and like streaming all the time. And they definitely probably do that, but I did have some hope for them because they also spent a pretty good amount of time outside trying and climb trees and stuff, doing what <laughs> normal kids do <laughs> instead of being on their phone the whole time,
1: so. <laughs> well, I mean, they would check, uh, their phone was always a presence, you know, they would check yeah. back to it quite often, but it didn't, I never got the impression that they were just mindlessly absorbed into it, you know. They yeah, right. Just, they had this thing that was they were interested in, and that was film and video or. Photography. And, uh. We we taught them about that, and uh, they, they they were interested. They they asked questions. They they participated, and they didn't just zombie out. And I, I thought that was cool. I mean, yeah. I know the my generation, even in like, our generation, gets a bad rap for being zombies on our phones, and people worry that it's going to impact the younger generation. But they they did good, and they knew a lot of information. They weren't just I don't know. They just weren't just playing games the entire time. They were yeah, looking right. through mm-hmm. what, news articles and stuff. You know, it was mm-hmm. it was nice to see kids actually care about politics they didn't know everything but they
0: they had opinions which was nice I mean that's yeah yeah you
1: gotta have opinions <laughs> even if they're wrong um, oh gosh well what what was re- what was funny to me though was interesting was uh one of the students who I shared a lot of the musical I guess taste with in a way uh, I was asking him about you know his musical taste like what he thought of certain albums and certain songs and stuff and what I did notice was There's a particular music reviewer on YouTube. He's pretty big. His name is Anthony Fantano. Oh, yeah. yeah, He's he's the biggest one, I would say. Um, I could be wrong about that. Now, a lot of people who are interested in music and what's happening and how the art form is progressive watch Anthony Fantano because his his opinion is pretty valid most of the time. Uh, And and I, I have disagreements with him on certain things all the time. But the kid, every time I would ask the kid opinion on something, he would echo Anthony Fantano's opinion which is very funny to me. I was like, so the kid doesn't have his voice yet, but this is yeah, the voice yeah, yeah. he likes the most and he's willing to repeat. So that was Anthony Fantano. Children watch your, your content, so <laughs> remember what you're doing. Yeah. Anyways, what else can we talk about this week as a catch-up episode?
0: I mean, I have a few things that are going on, kind of. Um, I mean, I'm about to do my fourth, yeah, 15, yeah. 16, 17, yeah. Yeah. Wouldn't mean have to count fourth uh, 48-hour film project in Nashville. Um, So basically, that's where you get a group together and you make a short film in two days. Um, So we're about to kick that off. It's the weekend of August 18th, 17th through the 19th. Um, So that's a hectic time, and it's pretty hectic to plan.
1: And you're producing that, right? Yeah. Is that um, because normally you produce them? Yeah. So most of your time comes up front and kind of like, boss. Yeah, so you're I, the boss.
0: out of the four, I've basically produced all four, and I've written two and directed one, so. Okay. Uh,
1: so you're producing this one, and you're not writing this one, right? I think our next guest is the writer, right? Yeah, our right? next okay. guest is the
0: writer, my friend Alex. Um, I think we're going to be like kind of working on it together, but he's going to be the main. Oh, you're going to have a writer, in. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be the main writer. Okay. So. Because we don't get any of the elements that go with it, so when you go on at the kickoff event, you get the genre, the line of dialogue, a prop, and a character, and you have to use those elements in your story, so it's kind of hard, you can't, you're not supposed to do any pre-writing beforehand, so um, they implement those elements too fuel the creativity that weekend. So. Yeah,
1: it takes a lot of fuel to get through it. It's insane, but uh, it's really fun. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you have your locations locked down? I know that was something uh, we, you always push for.
0: Yeah, we have reached out to a few people right now. We're looking at Lipscomb, so I think we're going to use a few spaces at Lipscomb, hopefully.
1: I mean, you got to keep it yeah contained yeah. Wherever, wherever you do it for uh, sure, or then, else it's going to be a mess. Yeah,
0: so that's the main place we're trying to lock down right now.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Uh-huh.
1: And uh and I, you have a you have another director. Yeah. And an editor mm-hmm. and the sound guy.
0: Yeah, so so far right now going by the list that we have this year we have about roughly 19 people. Goodness. <laughs> yeah. It's wow. a lot more than the previous years, but we had Last
1: year we had. Last
0: year we, we, we had, had about like, 20. No, we had we didn't have that many.
1: We did when it started.
0: Yeah, but then when we were actually doing it it was like
1: <laughs> well, yeah, about but about this time last year when we when yeah. we made Hidden Lakes, we had about 20. yeah. So
0: we have like a full audio team, uh, editor, director, few like craft services, a girl that's going to do craft services. Oh, which for people who don't know craft services is your food. So,
1: and it's probably the most necessary thing. Yeah. on a film uh, set, especially when you're not paying people, you gotta yeah. feed them. You have the to feed
0: them. Yeah, so she's going to do our craft services. Um, we have a few actors, actresses, so have a pretty good crew this year so far.
1: That's cool. I mean, is Kristen going to be part of mm-hmm. it this year? Kristen was yeah, on here. Yeah, she was
0: on one of our previous guests. She's one of our actors. So, yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, she's always on it. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed it. I was recently writing a few blog posts about the behind the scenes of my talking myself to sheep film, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that's the only point or lesson that anyone's going to get out of it. It's going to be an eight-part series, and I just uh, published part five today, um, but really the main takeaway after five parts of pre-production, post-production, production is just feed your, feed your crew. That's it.
0: Yeah. If you can't do anything <laughs> else, make sure they're fed.
1: Yeah, they deserve <laughs> it. They really do. If they're helping you out to make your stupid little passion project, just do it. feed them, man. Feed them.
0: Ugh.
1: Uh, all right. So, what else can we talk about this week to fill our time segment? What else has been going on? Um...
0: I've just been working. So <laughs>
1: You've been working. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I've been doing.
0: Um, I don't know. I do I am working on doing a project this winter. I don't really want to give out too many details about it at this time, but it's uh going to be as of right now very abstract and pretty dark um uh, content.
1: You're making a Terrence Malick yeah type film, right? It's kind of where I'm going goal? for here.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm interested to see how this turns out.
0: I'm really into like Terrence Malick's uh, poetry, poetic style of filmmaking. Um, it's the only
1: way to describe it because you can't describe it. Yeah, I with mean, any other words?
0: Yeah, was it Tree of Life, and what's the other one?
1: Tree of Life. Oh, Song to Song. Knight
0: of Cups. Night
1: of Cups was the one in between. Yeah.
0: Um. That's I didn't see all of Night of Cups. There's mo- there's another one.
1: I think that's it, though, from, like, the recent batch. Recent,
0: yeah, but I didn't see all of Night of Cups. Badlands I Badlands is
1: a classic.
0: I haven't seen... Uh, song to Song yet.
1: Song to Song was... Interesting, I will say. I... After the, it, it around the end of the first act of that film, what I thought they were setting up, I was really excited for. I was, I was, I thought it was going to turn out fantastic. The poetry really worked in that first part, but then it felt like the film meandered and got a, got away from any structure or any point, which is the point. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah, I would assume. He, like there, what but a... It, after a while, it just it got it just got too far away, and it it just. I don't know. It didn't it didn't work fully for me. Like yeah. like Tree of Life did, you know. Yeah,
0: Tree of Life was awesome. But in like the part of Knight of Cups, like I've only seen the beginning like you were talking about, but in Knight of Cups they also he just like gave them. So like the scene where they're on mm-hmm. the beach, like yeah. he gave them a GoPro and was like, "You're go to the beach and just film yourselves at the beach." So from what I understand, that's basically how that was. That just came about. He just was giving them like little cameras and they just were going for it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and that's cool to a certain extent. I mean, he's definitely pushing the boundaries and making something new and unusual in a different way, but um, I am the kind of person that that when I make a film, I plan it out and there's a lot of structure to it and I know what's there, why it's there, and the idea of just sort of, okay, we've collected money for this film that we don't know what it's going to be, but let's just go for it, whatever may happen... That's beautiful, but it's... I don't know. Well, it
0: can be beautiful. It can
1: be, but there's room, I think there's room for a person to come in that is, and I'm not saying this about Terrence Malick, but there's room for a person that's like a lazy filmmaker that doesn't care about the craft or the trade or the art behind it, just Mm -hmm. to just make something random. And people worship it as a modern art masterpiece when it's meaningless. I worry that that's...
0: Well, hopefully whenever mine is finished, it's going to have definitely some kind of meaning. It's just going to be the way that it the way that the point of the story is, is going to be portrayed very abstractly. so.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a half-page script, but it's going to be like, a well, six-minute film? It's
0: going to be longer than that because I'm writing it still, some more of it. But, oh, okay. Um, yeah, but right now it's like a half a page. <laughs> um, and it's just visual. It's no dialogue yet. Um, the other part of it that I'm writing is going to have dialogue.
1: But, and you're trying to film that uh, around New Year's, right? Kind of in yeah, like either like early
0: December or January. So that like the exterior probably can do the because the other part of it's gonna take place inside, so I can probably do probably do that sooner. Maybe. Well, you do want
1: that nice cold light that you kind of yeah. get in the winter too. You want it to be consistent. You don't want to force it. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see though. I mean, that's that's still a few months out. Yeah. I'm just I'm just stressed out about animating sheep. I don't know why <laughs> I decided to do this and put myself through it, but here I am. Um. Speaking of which, we do need to touch on the guest that we're going to have next week. Yeah. Real quick, because we've almost met our time limit, so we gotta we got to wrap this thing up soon. Mm-hmm. So this is a quick episode. Yeah. So what's and this guest is your guest. Who, who is Yeah, Alex? so
0: his name is Alex. Alex Franks. Um, he's going to be on next week. Um, we're not exactly 100% sure about what we're going to be discussing with him, because there's a <laughs> lot of topics. But... but um, it's kind of looking like uh, we're going to talk a little bit about philosophy, um, specifically like determinism versus free will. Um, he's also like a writer and has a pretty extensive history in the writing um, and publishing business, so we're going to discuss a little bit of that with him, um, and we'll see where it goes from there.
1: <laughs> it's going to be really hard to cap it at 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, we, I know we try to cap it at 30 minutes, of course the one with Derek went over, but
0: and there's gonna be a follow up episode to that one, so I'll be on the lookout. Yeah, well, we
1: might have to have a follow up <laughs> with Alex too. I know I want to get, I want to get L back on here too if I can. We got it, but we got a lot of guests lined up, mm-hmm. so we just gotta keep keep making them. And you guys need to keep watching it and
0: yeah, following let, it yeah. and enjoying it. Let us know what you want to see on here. So if there's like a particular kind of person, or if you know somebody who wants to come on here, um, just let us know and we'll try to work it out. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're very uh, open to it because it is the exchange, and we can talk about anything and anything. everything that we want, as long as it's about ideas your culture or you know bigger topics like we don't just want to get on here and gossip yeah um
0: yeah so this is like in my kind of opinion our little version of like a ted talk (laughs) (laughs) because i'm like a real big nerd about ted talks so
1: (laughs) they're good i just rewatched a couple sam harris ones this morning Mm. yeah and i watched one um uh it was called what was it called it was basically my idea on veganism two guys oh, okay. gave gave a recent one in England on it and they were the creators of the English version of like Beyond Meat so they oh, okay. delivered one talking about being a bad vegan and how it's better than being you know a non-vegan it's better to be a bad vegan that fails occasionally interesting
0: I'll check it out
1: it was really good I sent it I sent it out so I'm gonna my favorite ones that
0: I've seen are Simon Sinek I love that guy and if he ever sees this you're a great I love you but <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh,
1: <laughs> you heard it here first, Simon.
0: Well, I just like his, like, theories of work ethic, uh, I just think are brilliant. But um, Is he the
1: four-hour work week guy?
0: No, he does start with why. So, like, why are you doing what you're doing? And then, like, it goes from in at to out, not out to in. Oh, um,
1: gotcha. He's um, one of those happiness people. Yeah. What a turd. <laughs> um, but... <laughs>
0: Also, the one with Adam Grant is great too. About uh, originals,
1: Uh-oh. I haven't seen that one. I love it. It's there's great. so many TED talks. I I subscribed to the channel months ago, and you can't. They put out like hundred a day. It seems like it's ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, they do them all over the world, so yeah. And they
1: just <laughs> throw like them out. The, well, court. there's
0: like the main TED conference, which is freaking. You have to be like invited to go to, and it's like ten thousand dollars. But yeah. Or and then they have like each city can organize their own TED. Like conference and those are TEDx. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the ones that are online are mainly from probably the TEDx conferences. Mostly.
1: And then there's yeah. the TED EDUs or something too. Yeah. There's they do a the few. college
0: ones. Yeah. Um, I went to the one in Nashville, the TEDx Nashville, this year and it was really interesting. Okay. Uh, there was some pretty cool people on there.
1: What about Simon Sinek? Did he show up? No,
0: he didn't. But... Um, <laughs> There was the lady who runs, so we have a really popular um, cupcakery that started here, Gigi's Cupcakes. That
1: started in Nashville? Yeah, the original.
0: Gigi's Gigi's is from Nashville, yeah. She started it in the one in Midtown next to Hattie B's. That's the
1: original one. When did she start it? 10 years. Been like 2007. I remember when we had one of those open in in Huntsville back in the day. It was crazy because they were so big with so much icing and it just wasn't.
0: Yeah, well, she's, I mean, her story is great. Like, she talks about how. Uh, I don't know if hers is online right now, but she talks about how her business got started because she came to Nashville, just like everybody else comes to Nashville to be in the music business, to be an artist, and because that's what you do in Nashville. But Pretty much, <laughs> um, and she was like talking about how she was like broke and like cleaning people's toilets because she was doing a house cleaning business, and then mm-hmm. she like got to the. I mean, she her family helped her realize that she loved baking, and so she just started baking cupcakes, and the kick kicked off and now she has like a hundred stores and you know ac- across this side of the country I don't think there's any on the west coast but oh yeah I don't well, know. you know you
1: gotta move like that's a, mm-hmm. that's a big leap but anyways uh, We've hit our quota for today. We got to okay. wrap this thing up. This was this one's gonna be different because it's one camera too. So yeah, one I'm, camera.
0: So we're just 2 shotting it today.
1: Yeah, someone. Yeah, please let us know if you prefer the one camera with no edits uh, when it's just the two of us, or if you would prefer us to go back to the two-camera setup. We're just trying something different today because yeah. we can. It's our podcast. We do what we want, <laughs> but we do want the feedback because we want to make it as best so that you guys enjoy it. So uh, I guess that's it. We got to close it down, right? Yeah. So uh,
0: be sure and check out next week's episode and watch this one and. We'll- like and subscribe all of our pages across the board. It's at the A to Z Exchange. Um, mainly active on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Um, but, yeah. Yeah,
1: and buy our magazine. It's in CVSL. <laughs> yeah,
0: I wish we had a magazine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's it. Let's shut it down. Okay, see you later. See you later.